welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. Now, if this is your first episode, then welcome to the podcast family. If this is your 119th episode, then thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to all the episodes. I know some people have gone back and re-listened to them. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you here. And hopefully today's episode is really gonna get you thinking, you're going to have some action steps, you're going to have lots and lots of food for thought because today I wanted to talk about authenticity and I want to talk about what it means for you as a person, what it means in life, what it means maybe for your business or your career and also what it means for manifestation because authenticity feeling aligned, feeling in flow is so crucial to manifestation. And it's often when we're out of alignment that manifestation seems difficult. And manifestation isn't difficult, but it can really feel like that. We can feel blocked, we can feel frustrated. Even if in the past, maybe you've manifested amazing things and it's been so easy and so straightforward. If you find yourself out of this alignment and out of authenticity, you can come across lots and lots of roadblocks with manifestation and the law of attraction. So that is what today's episode is all about. I'm going to be talking about how you can find your own authenticity, where your alignment is, where you're out of alignment, and how you can actually apply this to different areas of your life. Now, as you are listening to this, on the 24th of May, I am doing a free live workshop called The Science of Manifestation, and I don't want you to miss out because I'm going to be really talking about the scientific processes behind manifestation so that it makes so much sense to you and that you can follow my tools and techniques to manifest anything you want. Now, to be part of this, you need to register. There are limited spaces, so you need to register, but it is a totally free workshop. I'm going live on Monday the 24th of May, 
Tuesday the 25th and Wednesday the 26th. Now, if you can't join me live, don't worry. As long as you're registered, not only are you going to get the exclusive workbook to support you through the workshop, you are also going to get access to the replay. So no matter where in the world you are listening to this, it does not matter because you can catch up on the replays. So if you want to join me for the science of manifestation, you can either click the link in the show notes, which will take you straight to the registration page, or if you are not already following me on Instagram, if you go to at victoria.maskell, you will find the link in my bio takes you straight to that registration. Failing that, if you are not a social media person, um, then all you need to do is drop me an email to victoria at victoriamaskell.com and I will make sure you get all of the details. So come and join us in the science of manifestation starting on the 24th of May. You do not want to miss it. If you love manifestation, if you love the scientific explanation and you want to know more about manifestation and how to use it, you're going to love this workshop. Okay, so let's dive into some authenticity. I'm going to start straight away with um, the business or the career side of authenticity because this is something that when I started my business, I really struggled with. Um, There's a lot of stuff out there saying, be authentic, find your niche, do what you want to do, do it your way. And I was hearing all of this advice and I was like, yep, yep, okay. But it's really hard to do sometimes, especially when you're starting a business. Maybe you are in an MLM or you are in a kind of business model. And you're like, well, how can I be authentic if I am selling X products? How can I find my niche? How can I be authentic and be aligned, but also be following the steps I'm meant to follow? And that's, I wasn't in an MLM, but I I found that, I found it was really difficult to balance how I wanted to do things, my branding, my colors, how I wanted to say things, the way I wanted to use social media and my website, the way I wanted to coach, to balance that alongside all the things you're taught. Because what's that phrase they say? Success leaves clues. Um, And it's true, like you can definitely model and replicate success. And whilst I firmly believe There are a mazillion, yes, that is a new word, a mazillion different ways you can be successful in business. You're probably making it harder for yourself if you're not listening to what's worked for other people, following certain tools and techniques and strategies. But that kind of contradicts the um, advice, I guess, to be authentic. Because you're like, right, I've got to be authentic, but I've also got to follow a formula. Right, I've got to do things the way I want to do them, but I'm also being told to do it this way. And I think that was a big struggle for me. And imposter syndrome came into this because when you're starting out in anything, so whether you've just gone to a new college or a university or in a new job or you've just started your own business, it can take a little bit of time to sort of find your feet and find what works for you. And When you're just starting out, imposter syndrome so often rears its ugly head because you are out of your comfort zone. And if if you've ever studied psychology, you will have heard of something called social influence. Now, social influence is inherent in human behavior because we have a desire and a need to fit in, to be part of the crowd, part of the group. And we use something called modeling. 
And what modeling basically means is we look at other people, we look at how they act. If they are reinforced for that, we go, amazing, I'm going to do it like that. And it's called vicarious reinforcement. So when you're starting out in a business, you might have certain people that you follow on social media and you might be like, right, how do they do their videos? How do they post their reels? How do they talk? And, and I'm 100% saying I did this, even though I'm about to tell you why this is really not how you should be manifesting. But I 100% did it because of imposter syndrome. I was like, right, how do I need to phrase my captions? How do I need to show up on video? And I oh, was talking in um, the episode before about cringing over things. I looked at some of my um, Instagram archives um, and I looked at some of the videos and I was like, oh gosh, that really makes me cringe because I was acting and I wasn't meaning to act, but I thought I needed to show up on social media in a certain way. I thought I was expected to do things in a certain way. And I can see when I was authentic and when I wasn't, and it wasn't an intentional decision. It was just me trying to do what I was meant to do. You know, that should thing. And as human beings, we are always looking to see how other people are doing things. We're modeling behavior, we're, we're testing, especially when we're in a new scenario. And all we want to do is be part of the group and safe and fit in. Now that's not to say we're all sheep because lots of us show examples of independent behavior. And you might be listening to this going, oh my God, that's the exact opposite of me. I always wanna do it differently. I never want to fit in. And that's amazing. That is your behavioral trait. And that's awesome because actually that will mean you have a lot less stress when it comes to new situations because you're the kind of person that will be like, well, it doesn't matter what everyone else is wearing to the party because I'm going to wear this and I'm going to love it. And the other person in this scenario, the opposite of this will be going, okay, I need to phone everyone, find out what they're wearing to the party because I do not want to be the one in a skirt when everyone else is in jeans or vice versa. Let me know if you did that because I feel that is the description of my teenage years. Whenever there was a house party or an event, I was the one on the phone going, right, are we wearing heels or flats? Are we wearing jeans or a dress? Are we wearing a skirt? What's going on? Because I didn't wanna be that one person that wasn't dressed the same as everyone else. And you might be going again, oh, that's really sad, Victoria, but that's I'm okay with it, that was fine. That was my comfort zone. Um, I still think, it's quite nice to know what everyone else is wearing and if you want to wear something totally different cool but you've you feel part of it don't you but I've totally gone off track with the whole business thing but the point is we are modeling behaviors and it's hard when you are then trying to show up as something you're not and uh, this doesn't have to be massive but it can just be like the clothes you think you should wear the way you think you should start a video hand gestures language colors branding and it can be so draining because you have this intrinsic feeling that you are out of alignment because you are not fully your authentic self. And I'm gonna talk more later about the manifestation side of things and being out of alignment. But when you don't fully know what you're doing, it can be really hard to be truly authentic. So there has to be a balance period. Now, some people will probably just sail through and be like, no, I know who I am, who I serve, what I do, I know the words I'm gonna say, I've got this. But if that's not you, then there's definitely hope because that wasn't me. Um, 
if I could go back now, I would probably shift a few things with how I started my business just because I was apprehensive. And I was like, I really want to talk about the science of manifestation, but who am I to do that? Who am I to say this? And, you know, over time you build your confidence, you really get to know yourself, what you love, and it's a journey, it's a process. But if I now think about life authenticity, because I know not everyone who listens to this podcast has their own business or is thinking of doing it. And if we scroll all the way back, go all the way back to primary school or elementary school when we're young, what do we want? We want to fit in again. We want to be liked we want to be like other people. And there's some really, really good experiments. Um, there's a great experiment by Ash, so that's A-S-C-H. And what he did was, he was looking at something called normative social influence. So the idea that we conform, we change our behaviours, we do the same as other people, if you like, to fit in. And what he did was, um, it's he showed participants three lines of different lengths, and then a comparison line. And people sat in a line, and there's lots of lines in this experiment, and they had to say which number was the same length as that comparison line. Now, if you Google this, you will see the lines and it will make so much more sense. But if I said that the line was about, I don't know, three centimetres long, and the other ones that they could choose to say, yeah, it's the same as, may have been 10 centimetres long and 20 centimetres long. What I'm getting at is it was a really simple task, okay? It was a really simple task, but what the participant didn't know was everyone else in the room was in on the experiment, and everyone else in the room was what we call a confederate, so that means they knew the experiment and they were asked to act in a certain way. So, Let's say the correct answer was two. Real participant goes last in most of the variations of this. And they're hearing everyone else giving their answers. So they hear person one going, yep, yep, three. And they're like, what, three? That's 20 centimeters long. How can, be that, how can that be the same as the three centimeter one? This is bizarre. And then the next person goes, yep, yep, three. What? And they're like, wait, it, the answer's two. What's going on? And it gets to them. Now, you're probably thinking, well, I would just say it's two because it's clearly two. But that's not what people did. People conformed and gave what was obviously the wrong answer to be liked, to be part of the group. Because when they were asked afterwards, it was like, well, I started to doubt myself a little bit, but also I thought they'd probably turn around and think I was really strange if I said, oh, I think it's two when they'd all said three. So... If you want to have a look at more information about social influence, I really recommend you having a look at what's called normative social influence and informational social influence, which is when we conform, we change our behaviours to be right, because we think other people know more than us. And there's a great experiment on this by Sheriff, um, where he got people to estimate something. Um, I won't go into huge amounts of details because this is one of my little psychology tangents, but let's just say it was a really difficult task and they were listening to answers by other people and they were like, well, maybe they know more than me. That person could be an astrophysicist and maybe they understand more about this. So they changed their answers in this case to be right. So we change, we're humans, okay? 
And what that change and what that adaption means is we are adaptive to our social environments and we're often liked because of it or we feel safe or we feel comfortable and that is not a bad thing. Because often, sadly, at school, we learn to follow the crowd, but sadly because bullying exists or people are teased or people are called names if they're different if they come from a different background or a different culture or they like different things or they laugh in a different way or they're not into sports or they're really into sports and that's that what that means is we develop neural pathways we develop programming that basically tells us If I do things differently, bad things happen. And this is obviously on a massive varying scale. It doesn't happen to everyone. But most of us, most of us have got some example of a time where we were a little bit different and people commented and they didn't necessarily comment in a good way. And if we learn this as children, this stays with us. So what that then means is we find it hard to be authentic because we've learned at an early age that sometimes being authentic doesn't lead to nice consequences. It leads to being teased or called names or or worse, far, far worse than that. And obviously, I realise it's kind of beyond the scope of this episode that it's not just teasing for some people. And it is, and it's, yeah, it's it's beyond the scope of this this episode. But I think you know what I'm saying. We have programming around it. Now, what sometimes happens is if people um, go to secondary school or if they go to university or college or into the workplace, they finally find their people. Um, I was having this conversation with one of my friends a few weeks ago and she was saying that sixth form and university were amazing for her because finally she was like, oh my God, there are people just like me. Oh, thank God, I can actually like be myself. And that feels so freeing. This is authenticity. This is being relaxed in who you are, how you speak, whether you're tall, short, sporty, mathematical, where you're from, your accent, all of these wonderful things about us. And actually, sometimes breaking out of that school mold or out of that kind of wherever we grew up kind of mold means that you feel that authenticity. You feel that relaxation, that kind of, oh my God, this feels so good to be able to say the things I want to say and and do the things I want to do. But let me just pause and ask you for a second here. Like, do you ever actually sit down and think about this and ask yourself, who am I? Do you ever do that? Do you ever think, what do I actually like? Not, what did my family like? What did my friends like? What did people in my job or career like? Like, what do I actually like? Who am I? What do I really, really want? And this can feel a little bit like you're having an existential crisis and you're like, oh my God, who am I? What is the world? I don't mean it quite like that. I just mean it's very easy to not ask ourselves these questions. And it's very easy to just kind of tumble along in the world of social influence and the people around us. And there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of the time we're shaped by those people. And so those things are the things we like. But if you've ever felt out of alignment or out of authenticity, it's probably because of these pressures from society, culture, family, friends, expectations, 
to be a certain way and you've probably diverted away from the things that you actually like because of those pressures. So, you know, it might be things like um, travel. Have you grown up with family and friends who uh, love travel and they've always said things like, oh, I never understand people who don't want to experience the world and people who just go straight into a job and then you've maybe felt pressure to go on a gap year or pressure to travel or pressure to go to countries when really you love staying at home but you feel like, oh no, I'm not meant to do that. Or obviously that could completely be vice versa. Maybe you desperately want to travel the world and you want to go backpacking and you want to do all of these things and your family are always saying like, oh, it's really dangerous, oh, it's so expensive, I don't get why people do that, oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's not about what's right and wrong in this, it's about what do you authentically want. And um, I talk on this podcast about the shoulds, the dreaded shoulds, like, oh, I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And all that does is is pull us further out of authenticity and out of alignment. It makes manifestation harder, which we'll touch on. But maybe this is a good sign from the universe for you to just check in and just ask yourself, like, what is it that you truly want? What is it that sets your heart on fire? Is that the right phrase? Sets your heart alight? Maybe it shouldn't set your heart on fire. That sounds sounds like you need a gaviscon. That sounds like some heartburn going on there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is it? So this this could be areas of your life, like travel, like marriage or partners or relationships, family, whether you want to follow a certain career path or you want to have your own business. And actually taking this time today to think, wait, the things I'm doing right now, are they because I want to do them or because I feel I should be doing them? And if you, if all the answers come back saying, I, these are exactly what I want to be doing, then that's amazing because you're in authenticity. You're in your alignment. You are doing the things you want to do. And I'm just going to share a story now that I look back on with hindsight, which is, you know, amazing in hindsight. But I look back and I remember that one of my friends, um, her partner, uh, it's one of those friend of friend of friends, but one of my friends, her partner's uh, brother and and his wife um, had trained as doctors and obviously training to be a doctor is a very grueling process. It, I'm so in awe of anyone who does anything to do with the medical field because not only do you have to be intelligent, you have to be emotionally intelligent, you have to be resilient, you have to be tough, you have to be all of these things. And I remember my friend telling me um, that one, and now I think both of them, they trained as doctors. I think one was a GP and one was um, an A&E doctor, I think. I might, be, uh, I might be a little bit wrong with this. And then a few years later, they both decided not to do that anymore. And at the time, I remember thinking, whoa, wow, why would they do that? They're, they're so incredible. They're so amazing. They've done all these awesome things. Why would you give that up? What's going on? And now I look back and think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I thought that. Obviously, I, I didn't say that to them, um, but it was, it was going through my mind. But what was my programming? My programming was you work hard, you get qualifications, you get a certain job that has a title. So for me, in that paradigm, in that mindset, I was like, oh, why are they not doing this? What's made them not want to do this? Why have they changed their mind? Why would they give that up? They've worked so hard for it. But now I see it with such different eyes that it wasn't authentic for them. 
maybe they'd got stuck on that treadmill of life and doing the shoulds and the things that they felt that they needed to. And obviously I don't know the, the ins and outs of it, that's not to say that everyone who trains as a doctor has that pressure at all. Maybe they didn't. But what is authentic when you are 25 might be completely different to when you're 45 or 55. And that can change. But knowing that and being able to follow that is just such an amazing thing. So you might be thinking, right, well, how will I know if I'm out of alignment? How will I know if I'm not being authentic? And the way I would describe it is, it's a bit like an itch you can't scratch. It's a feeling of not being happy, but maybe not knowing why. Or it's a feeling of being, I'm fine, rather than I'm excited, I'm seeing opportunities, I'm motivated. I use that phrase stuck, stuck on the treadmill of life because I think it represents doing what you feel you should do, getting a certain job, going a certain way, doing a certain thing, and almost doing it almost mindlessly without going back and asking yourself those questions like, who am I? What do I like? What do I want? And I did all of this. I definitely got stuck on the treadmill of life and I wouldn't change that because I've learned so much. I've gained so much. It was just, it was right at the time. And then I ended up out of alignment and it wasn't right. So out of alignment, out of authenticity is an uncomfortable feeling. And that might be just a little bit uncomfortable or it might be feeling stuck, feeling frustrated in a business, feeling forced to do things in a certain way, say things in a certain way. Maybe it's worrying you'll get it wrong, just not feeling in flow. And then when it comes to manifestation, right, manifestation means you have alignment between your subconscious and conscious minds. It means that what you're consciously thinking and what's going on in that reptilian complex and that deeper, deeper level of mind is the same thing. It means those two parts of you are on the same page. They want the same things. They believe in the same things. And when that's happening, manifestation is easy because there's no energetic blocks, there's no limiting beliefs, there's no reason why you're not taking those aligned actions and you're not seeing those opportunities and you're not programming your reticular activating system to block them, you're just in, you're just in flow and it feels easy. If you've ever manifested anything and gone, oh my god, it just showed up, I thought about it and it happened, you're in alignment, you're in manifesting flow. There was no conflict between your subconscious and your conscious. You totally believed it could happen and it did. But when you're out of alignment, you're not authentic. And what this can sometimes mean is you're setting um, goals and intentions for things you want to manifest that you don't really want. It can also mean that your subconscious mind fears things, so then some work you need to do with your subconscious. But being out of authenticity makes things hard to manifest because you can't get behind it. So you might say, right, Victoria, I really wanna manifest a million pounds. I really, really, really want it. I don't understand why it's not showing up. I'm doing all these things. I'm doing the work. Why is it not showing up? I'm gonna ask you questions about where this goal comes from. I'm gonna dig, I'm gonna ask you, right, tell me why a million and what are you gonna do with it and what's that gonna give you? And 9.5 times out of 10, we're gonna uncover something that you don't really want it or you don't really believe you're worthy of it 
or you think it's going to bring more stress, or it's just a symptom of something else that you really, really want. Either way, it doesn't matter the reason right now, it means you're you're out of alignment and you're not being authentic. Now it might be in a year's time, or in six weeks time, you are authentic by desiring that. But if your manifestations aren't showing up, this authenticity piece is so, so important. So what's the goal? Well, the goal is to find your authentic self. And this is something that I teach in my courses on manifestation. And sneak preview, there is a course coming up very, very soon. In fact, there are two exciting things coming up in the next sort of two to three months that you do not want to miss out on, but sneak peek. Because I love all my podcast listeners so much, I've just shared that before I've shared it anywhere else. But what you're trying to do by finding your authentic self is to be authentic, to be in alignment, to be desiring the things you truly want to desire. And sometimes that means shifting the thing you want to manifest. And sometimes that means working on your subconscious, removing limiting beliefs, updating old programs, pruning, rewiring, and actually bringing your conscious and subconscious mind into alignment so that they are singing from the same hymn sheet. They are saying the same things. They are feeling the same things. And when you can do that, manifestation is like, oh, oh, it just showed up. Oh, this just happened. Like in manifesting magic, um, the amount of times people have posted things like, oh, guess what? I found the keys that I hadn't seen in six months. They just turned up. And I've been having this pull to tidy this wardrobe. And, and finally, when I did it, oh, there they were. Or, oh yeah, I set an intention for unexpected money and within the next hour I'd got $50 from blah, 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 blah. It's so easy when you're in alignment. So what are your action steps today? Right, the biggest action step is to really ask yourself, who am I? What do I like? What do I want? I want you to start peeling back those layers. And a way you can do this is you can start thinking about what makes you really happy. Start thinking about the best memories you've got. Maybe looking back over your life, over your business, your career, looking back over money, like what really makes you happy? And then start thinking about the different areas of your life. So money, business, relationships, travel, physical possessions, and saying, where do I not feel quite right? Where do I feel slightly uncomfortable? Or where do I feel like something's not quite right? That kind of itch you can't scratch type feeling. And then ask yourself that question of, if no one would care what I did, and I mean that in a nice way, but if no one would care, what would I do differently? And if your answer comes back with absolutely nothing, then you're in alignment. And I wouldn't be surprised if you're finding manifestation really easy right now. But if you start thinking, mm, wow, actually, I don't think I would do this, or I don't think I would say that, I don't think I'd go here, I think I'd say no to this, then there is some massive areas for growth, massive areas for change. And once you're able to look at these things, shed light on them, you're using that first tool of awareness. And from then, you can reprogram your subconscious. You can use tools like hypnosis and BWRT and all of those kind of amazing manifestation tools 
to get into that feeling of authenticity and get into alignment. And then you are just going to see things manifest so, so quickly in your lives. Right. I hope that has given you lots and lots of food for thought. I love that phrase, don't I? Um, I will be back very, very soon for another episode, but don't forget to come and join me in the Science of Manifestation workshop, 24th of May. I'll leave the links in the show notes. If not, come and find me on social media at at victoria.maskell and I will send you the link to register. I hope to see you all there. Have an amazing day. Go and be authentic and I will speak to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content will help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.